welcome guys to the podcast. Thank you very much for coming. Luckily, you both uh, were in the neighborhood. Yep. <laughs> it's been pretty hard considering I live here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. It's great. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Um, could you just shortly introduce yourselves? Uh, who are you? <laughs> what are you doing here? But also just uh, what part of the masses are you uh, in? And uh, yep. then we'll get started on the rest. Gega. Elderly. Yeah, sure. Elderly uh, first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm Gergő. I'm from Hungary. Uh, I'm a second year student currently at the Masters. Um, I also live on campus. So if you ever, dear listeners, if you ever need help around the campus, just let me know. I'm really glad you show you around. I've got some pretty good practice with giving tours. You want just to ask around for Gergő and they, they yeah, know. They will know. They will know. Uh, thank you, man. I am Giorgio. I'm an Italian student. And I'm a first year master student and I also live in the bus. Unfortunately, not on campus, uh, like this lucky guy. Well, I think uh, from what I've heard from other international students, you can <laughs> still be quite lucky you have okay. a room here. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, where but are you I, living on? Uh, I live next to Oseplas here in the bus. I, I, I've been living here for a while. I should know where this is. <laughs> yep, exactly. Somewhere it's in the pretty, east. Somewhere in the east, yep. Well, the east part of them was. I wouldn't say outskirts because it's uh, it, it takes like ten minutes by bike, so Aww. it's doable. Aww. It's very doable. I cannot complain. Chill, man. <laughs> yep. And uh, you did the pre-masters, right? I did the pre-master, not fully, because I just had to do two courses out of five, but it was an experience. <laughs> it was an experience. It was a nice experience. Okay, it was a nice experience. Yeah, nice experience. That's good. Well, what things did you need to do? Like the programming stuff? I I just had um. My major uh, during my bachelor was computer science, but mainly uh, software engineering. Okay. So we didn't do, for example, um, machine learning. Mm-hmm. So I had to do machine learning and they weren't okay with my statistic course. So I had to retake that. Oh, really? Yeah. How come? Was it just- uh, I don't know. Probably they, we didn't follow like the same topics. Didn't follow the guidelines. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's very interesting. Especially because uh, from what I know of people that come to mm-hmm. us, that generally the admission officers look pretty, uh, yeah. well, I wouldn't say lenient, but uh, they try to understand more or less what you've gotten in your uh, courses to see whether it's actually needed. Because did you feel in the end that it was needed, for example? I, I think so. Yeah, it was a nice okay. review of all the topics that yeah, are okay. needed. So, yeah, yeah. okay. I've, uh, nowadays, they even have that... Uh, din- I'm also an alumnus, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, should probably put it in the intro. Um, <laughs> hello, I'm Fabian. What's <laughs> up? Uh, but nowadays they also have a statistics bootcamp, and yeah. uh, to really ensure that everyone has a uh, more or less similar statistics background-ish when they start the studies. Yeah. Um, you're starting that next week, right? Yes, exactly. First week of classes. We're just going to be uh, from Monday till Thursday. We have this statistics bootcamp, and mm-hmm. then on Friday we have the exam. Oh, you guys have an exam in the bootcamp. Yep. Was that also the first? Time? Nope. We oh. get it <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's part of the improvement that's been used. Improvement. Yeah. I also uh, heard that they uh, put it now in the first week because during your year it was in the in the in fifth, fifth or something. Yeah, but that was uh, a bit late. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's nice that we have it right away. Ah. So yeah. It's also nice of warm up to school. You know, like mm-hmm. getting back into the habit of actually like sitting down and concentrating. Yeah, and being, <laughs> be, yeah, yeah, like school stuff. Yeah, uh, I think it's nice. I think it's nice. 
Ah, kom maar. Why did you guys in the end decide to, to go to the Netherlands of all places? It's generally a question that pops up in the, the mind of, a, of mm-hmm. us uh, Dutchies. Uh, any particular reason or was it generally just the studies that uh, made the... No, I went uh. country first, uh, actually. So I wanted to go a bit norther, northern than Hungary uh, to try out this uh, like atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at... Uh, just uh, more what kind of atmosphere? Well, you know, like I feel like the like like northern-ish Europe has like a very distinct feel to it. With the climate, it contributes quite a bit, but just like the the general vibe, like the the outlook on life, it's it's quite a bit different compared to like southern or eastern parts. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try this out. Uh, I also considered going to Sweden, um, but they weren't very um, flexible or helpful with admissions. So I was like, Netherlands is closer anyway. Everyone was really nice here with the admission process, so it be- it just became became the Netherlands at the end. So, oh, how cool! Uh, do you have more or less a, a similar story then, or? Um, I did my during my bachelor. I did my Erasmus in Sweden. Oh, cool! And talking to Dutch people, they said that education was very similar to what you have here in the Netherlands, and I really liked the one in Sweden. So I said, okay, uh, everyone speaks English in the Netherlands. I think it's a um, like <laughs> bit of a convenience factor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I said, why not? I also have one of my cousins living here, and she always said nice things about like how society works. I don't know what it works. is, but I see so many Italians here. Uh, go to Amsterdam, and like half of the people are Italian. <laughs> yeah. I Even guess here with the, the the PhD lab, they're just more than half, maybe Gemma, 60, 70 Stefano. percent. Just. Yeah. Italian. If if you go in and we want to escape, you have a bigger chance of hearing people yeah, talking yeah. Italian it, than it's English. It's the climate, you know. Like if you live in Italy, like you can appreciate the nice uh, twenty-five degree summer. So I think I think the climate plays a big part in that one. Yeah, the climate. Oh, I mm-hmm. I think that like the climate is a make or break for people who want to move to the Netherlands, or like in people's heads. You know, if you don't live here, you think it's like a giant deal. Like how 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 mm-hmm. you know like it's it's like always cloudy and a bit gloomy, and a bunch of people consider it like scary. That was mm-hmm. like, that was like the inti- case for intimidating. me. Intimidating, yeah, yeah. That was the case for me. And then you move here and then you realize like, yeah, it's it's quite fine. Like <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. You just get used to it and then it's fine. But I think I think the climate is a big part of the the Dutch or like the Netherlands idea in people's heads. Cool. Is it, were there certain things that when you came here that you thought, whoa, didn't expect it about the Netherlands? Or was it more or less uh, the, the bias proved to be true? I was surprised by the amount of festivals that you guys have. Like festivals. The, the festivals yeah, culture is insane. Yeah. Every single national holiday turns into a festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's so nice. Like people, like just seeing everyone, no matter age, just like go out and have a good time together. Uh, like uh, when holiday. you guys had the carnival, probably also here. Yeah, both, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. both experienced that. Carnival, right? the King's Day, or the um, the Liberation Day in is it May? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, like, all of them just turned into a big party, and that was really nice. Like it's great to see people just like yeah. enjoying their their time. So how fun! I'm personally, I uh, I hate crowds, and I'm the the one who sits uh, alone in the room to ensure that hey. There's too many people outside. I will stay here. Uh, but it's fun to hear that apparently the uh, festival culture was a, is a thing in Netherlands. I thought it would be yeah, more definitely. or less similar also in Italy or uh, Hungary, but apparently not. Not as much. 
not as much. Also, we more or less have like sad national holidays. You know, Hungarian <laughs> history being what it is, we usually we mostly celebrate like losses or tragic events. So it's not exactly like a big party <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, it was a relief, you know, all the happy holidays you have here. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we're positively minded folk, I hope. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. If I can add one other reason why I came here, it's the efficiency. Like, yeah. You are so efficient. I wanted to um, get my residency uh, mm-hmm. like for the, um, for the house, and it took me like one day or so. They just called me from the municipality to say, oh, can you come tomorrow morning? And I went there. It took us like five minutes, and they gave me the, um, how was it called? The BSN or something? Yeah, the BSN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they made it like very fast. Oh, cool. And, uh, it, it feels it like everything's nice. really well thought out, you know, like as you go through any administration process or like anything yeah. that you would need to do, like in the general order of things, it feels really thought out. When you when you have to like go 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 from the 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 thought out route to like edge cases, it mm-hmm. gets a bit more fuzzy, you know, mm-hmm. like a, <laughs> sometimes a bit of flexibility could could do good for the country. But uh, but like 95 percent of the cases, it's extremely smooth, like just getting everything done. Yeah. Well, makes me a bit scared about other countries because as a true Dutchman, we always whine and uh, get annoyed about the, the smallest things that aren't going exactly as we want it to. Oh, yeah. But apparently we have a decent here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, more than decent. <laughs> okay, I'd say. more than decent. Oh, <laughs> yeah. boy. Fun, oh, fun. And then we'll stay from uh, holidays visiting your countries because <laughs> you yep. guys do have better food. Yes. Do you know of the, the small pizza place here, Pizza Picotta? I heard of it many times. Really I never good, tried it. Really good I Italian pizza it. because they're just Italians. And there's also a really good it- Italian uh, ice cream parlor. Why are you laughing about it? And it's just funny to me <laughs> that the places here that I know that have good food are generally just Italians who come here. Yeah. Yeah, it happens quite often that if I'm with my my friends, we just go for Italian places and like <laughs> Can we try something different, please? (laughs) What do you guys think of the Dutch cuisine for as much as we have it? You can be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the loudness of the silence. I I think the finger food, like the boral stuff, is really nice. Just like like all the all the like the the snacks. Mm -hmm. The snack culture here is elite. That's that's. I have to give it to you. We have good snack culture. Yes, absolutely. Otherwise, cuisine, well, I don't know. Like, I come from a cuisine where salt and pepper are not considered spices because mm-hmm. they are just the default. So, like, encountering here salt and pepper being considered spices was a bit of a change for me. Yeah. When I cook for my parents, uh, they think black pepper is spicy. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, it was a, that was my, I think, my only culture shock. <laughs> like, the only major culture shock. Like, like just Dutch food in general. I, I, I didn't know what to expect other than, like, everything deep fried. Like, but those are the snacks. If you stray from the deep fried yeah. snacks, then you are really like. So, uh, how was in the end the decision process to actually choose for this particular masters in the end? Like, what was the decision process you guys were more or less going through to, in the end, end up here? Um, for me personally, uh, let's say that during my upbringing, I always felt like I I wasn't doing practical stuff, working on projects enough. And then when I was looking for all the masters, I could just find like very theoretical masters. Then when I encountered this one, I would say like 
it was love at first sight. Mm. But I I was really digging it. And yeah, I tried to learn more and then I contacted like Nigel and he was very available like to to talk to me and to explain more. So yeah, yeah. The, the, also the hospitality of the people here. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah, I also think that because uh, you already say Nigel. Nigel, uh, yeah. Who is this Nigel <laughs> you speak of? It's our uh, education... No, study I don't know the, advisor, the title. Yeah. yeah, I believe it's study he's, advisor. He's the everything he's dude. He's the guy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the, the guy. guy. If you like need the handyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I used to be ambassador for the studies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm also still part of all the WhatsApp groups okay. of every year. <laughs> And I saw that one particular group now has a sticker also of uh, oh, what was on it? Something yeah. like Ask Nigel or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have the, the yeah. sticker. Not surprising though. No, boy, oh boy. I might also secretly send Nigel those kinds of things like, hey, you have a sticker now and he's actually quite proud of it. Yeah, of course. He approves. I would be too. Cool, man. <laughs> How was it for you, Gerga? What's your decision oh. process? Uh, yeah, well, I did math as my bachelor's, the specialization in data science. And as I was talking to the course coordinator back home, um, I asked them, like, how did they design the curriculum? And they mentioned that they, like, basically, like, cut, th cut uh, together pieces from a few different universities. And Tay Weinthoven was one of them. So I just started, like, browsing the masters at Tay Weinthoven. And then the decision was between, like, uh, data science and AI mm -hmm. and this master. Um, I think many people face this uh, decision and okay. I was like, I would prefer getting a bit further away from like the purism of math, like a bit closer to real world. Yeah. Uh, so I went with this one yeah. wow. and I am really pleased with my decision. So why do you yeah. say that? Well, I feel like I, the master lived up to my expectation quite well. So, like my idea was that I need to develop like real life, like people skills, like how to work in a team like how to manage time together with the team, like just like this this kind of stuff. Like math is a beautiful science, but it's extremely abstract. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't doesn't really transfer to the real world or like in into a workplace. Mm -hmm. So it was it was great. Like uh, it, it's been a learning curve at the first time, like uh, working with five people, especially since in the Netherlands, like it seems everyone is just basically like like brought up with this idea in mind that you have to work together teams, projects. Mm -hmm. And just like being dropped into this uh, this uh, ecosystem uh, was a bit steep of a learning curve, but it was great, and I think I'm really better for it. So, cool, because um, certainly group work is something that's very much something Dutch, I think. Because in maths and your software engineering, did you mm -hmm. also not have quite a lot of group projects? Ooh, not really. Not yeah, really. I yeah, uh, my bachelor was, was in AI, so uh -huh. I had nothing but group projects also there. It wasn't the same for us because they we had a lot of theory to to learn, mm -hmm. and they weren't focusing on project as much. Mm -hmm. So it would be like a small part of the the credits that you would get. Yeah. So probably yeah, for uh, small projects we had those, but yeah, I feel like here they really value like doing all group projects because that's probably what you're gonna do after the, the master and when you go to work for a company. Uh. You're never going to be alone. You're never going to do everything by yourself. So, uh, yeah. True. Ah, that's, that's quite fun to hear because, um, well, I more or less had a similar story. I also studied AI and then I wanted to do, mm -hmm. well, something with data science. 
and I didn't want to do a full data science master's as in purely theoretical. Yeah. Also what kind of what you guys are saying. And then I thought, I want something more pragmatic, something you can also learn not only how to build cool stuff, but also how to make sure that it has value, that you can get that value from it. Which is very much, I think, uh, the majority of how the technical people get in uh, to Jazz. Um, purely by coincidence, we are all three uh, technical folk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, I think, a 50-50 split, more or less, between people with a business background and more uh, technical background, yeah. I think. I don't yeah, know about the new cohort, but previously it was uh, it was getting more and more technical. Like, our cohort uh, had more technical background than okay. non-technical. And I think the trend will continue in this this uh, regard because I think getting from a business background into this master is considerably more difficult than than coming from technical background purely because like the most technical skills that we mention as technical skills need practice mm-hmm. programming like, yeah yeah like oh. you, you can you can understand how programming works but to get good at coding you just need to do it a lot and you can pick up like business understanding quite quickly because it doesn't need that much practice whereas whereas uh, coding is just like repetition so i think i think the trend is uh, is more and more technical people coming here like technical people who want to mm-hmm. get closer to the real world do you think that jets can do something more to help alleviate that struggle honestly, or is it in honestly the end, i don't it's just yeah. time I, I don't think yeah. i don't think it's possible I don't think it's possible because they're already um, they're already like organizing the pre-master, which helps a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, I think in my year we also have someone from psychology, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you wanna, yeah, they wanted to change the master, like it's completely different, but they still managed, and I think it was a huge help from from Jazz itself. Mm. And yeah, do I you think know the how pre-master sh- is as good as it gets? Yeah, mm. like alleviating it. Uh, do you know how that person is also doing in her studies right now? Uh, or I no idea. No, no idea. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, because she only just finished the pre-master. Yeah, now exactly. she's going to go We're into the master. The master. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But he passed all the all the um, technical exams. So that's a good sign. Should yeah. be prepared. Yeah, yeah, there's only so much you can crunch into half a year. But yeah, from exactly. what you can crunch into half a year, they seem to do do a pretty decent job to prepare you. Oh like, yeah. That you yeah. can at least go through also the entirety of the masters. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's I think uh, as much as you can ask. And then, uh, oh yeah, of course. And then the practice comes later. Yeah. You know, like also a bit of self study, but I guess yeah, a lot of yeah, people yeah. also don't particularly come here with the idea that us tech people more have. Yeah, probably. Like you don't need to be like a proficient software engineer to get by as a data scientist. Oh. Thankfully. Yeah. And they might also go more towards the data professional routes, I guess. Yeah, more yeah, like exactly. uh, the communication yeah. pillar yeah, between yeah. both teams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, now that the university has, has changed this way of organizing the program, because we have four different routes that you can mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. So that, that makes it very flexible. Oh, yeah, it was based on specializations, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Data engineering, data scientist, data analyst, and then Re- research. Data driven researcher, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you have all those four pillars. Yeah, yeah, I heard it especially also because of the practical part of the master that they want to put research also a bit more uh, up in front yeah, of center focus. for those who want. Yeah. Ah, super cool, I think. Um, then, uh, yeah, cool. I'll cut that out. Um, so uh, one thing that you do hear from a lot of international students that come here is housing. 
and I thought we should at least kind of approach the topic because I yeah. heard that a few universities this year even said to internationals, yo, if you don't have a room by August, uh, how yeah, about just you just come don't here. come at all? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, let's start with yours. Oh. Yours is a bigger success story than mine, so... Yeah, since I fortunately have... Um, okay, I started searching for housing like very late because mm. I, I knew I was coming two weeks before the master started. So it was like very fast for me. I was panicking when mm -hmm. I knew it. And yeah, as I said, fortunately, I have a cousin living in Amsterdam. So I just like slept at her place for three weeks, but I didn't have a house or anything. My um, my savior was basically Kamernet, uh, mm -hmm. an yeah, online platform, which is you have to pay for it. It's pretty pricey. It's like 25 euros for like 10 for like two weeks. But really, is it, it 50 it, a month? Yeah, it, but it really helped. And, and you're not supposed to use it for multiple months, you know, like you pay for two weeks and you you, you aim, should aim, get aim to get the room in two weeks. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. And for you, that was also doable then? Yeah, it worked after uh, yeah like 10 days. But uh, the nice thing is actually that they mostly accept internationals and they actually answers to like questions and they just don't like delete the message they actually yeah, like try are they to a provider that help you get a room or just uh here's a listing of a room do your thing yeah it's private land mainly private landlords yeah okay but yeah since it's it's paid and it's more reliable mm. website let's say so did you have to do anything like a, a viewing or something no you just talk to the landlord and i went there I saw the room, I was okay with it. I said, okay, I'll just take this one. Cool. So viewings are often for uh, student houses, you know, oh. like uh, multiple students living together and they like someone leaves and then they, the, like there are five for a six person house. Oh. Yeah. So like viewings are mostly mostly a thing of those, uh, those houses. But as an international, it's pretty difficult to get into those, obviously, because they, like, if they, it's the Dutch speaking household, it's uh, quite an obstacle. Yeah, don't speak and Dutch. generally, what I know from my experience, or at least people that I know of, is largely you should already know someone in that house. Otherwise, you yeah, have very little lot. chance getting yeah. in. Yep. Someone watching for you, yeah. Because uh, I think you also started on a couch somewhere for a little bit. Oh, 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 a little bit. You can say, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, my housing story is uh, quite exotic, I, I would say. Uh, I was crashing at a friend's place for three and a half months uh, before I found an apartment. Um, I, w I got really lucky having the the connections and the people around me helping me find the room. <laughs> Thank you, Fabian, <laughs> no for your contribution <laughs> in the process. So, yeah, uh, it was it was quite difficult for me. Um, but in the end, it worked out quite fine. But, uh, yeah, that's something that you should be prepared. If you're coming to the Netherlands, start oh. looking extremely early and take what you can get because there won't be many options open no. by the time no. that like actual school starts. Yeah, so, and yeah. it's much easier to get something else if you're already here, I think. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, yes. yeah, that helps a lot. But yeah. if you, so like, my biggest takeaway from looking for a room was that I started really early because I got back my application admitted in, like, May. Mm -hmm. I started looking in May, and in May, the options were there. Like, there were houses available, 
Um, but I was like, oh, I can just like, you know, wait and think about it more. I have my options. I can decide mm-hmm. later. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's just like they all got taken away. Yep. And I was, I arrived in uh, August uh, 21st uh, and I got my room to my own apartment December 7th. So everyone can do the math. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think Facebook groups are yeah. a yeah. large hit or miss for people. So like, if you if you have like it's it's gr- it's great if you if you can sell yourself really well, um, but again it's mostly from what I've seen it's mostly like Dutch speak Dutch Dutch speaker uh, listings in yeah. Facebook groups, and also they have like those viewing nights where you're like twenty people, basically like fighting for one. Yeah, room. they do a party <laughs> where you can where where they invite all the candidates yeah. for a party and then they they just decide who they like. Mm-hmm. Which which has like a very Hunger Games e vibe <laughs> to it, if you ask me. But yeah, if that's your thing, then, then Facebook groups might work. Ah, how in the end uh, do you guys deal with the financial burden of uh, studying abroad? Because I think uh, you have a small assistantship, right? Or had? Uh, yeah, I'm working on the oh. side, so that helps a lot. Uh, with the with was the it ca- more or less doable to get a, a job as an international? Or? Um. I had a tip from a friend who studied here mm-hmm. that if I see a job as a research assistant, I should jump on it immediately uh, because it's it's uh, it's like a good good job to do. It's international friendly always because like the language of education mm-hmm. is English. Yep. Um, it pays reasonably well. It knowledge work looks good on your CV. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I jumped on the first uh, research assistant uh, position, but again, I get kind of lucky with it. I'm I'm not sure how how it would have been. If yeah. I don't get that, so. Oh. Do you have Do you have any experiences with? Uh, I jobs? like to sustain myself. I mm. already have a loan from Italy, mm. but I tried to. Um, I worked a few months in the uh, clothing in- industry mm-hmm. uh, here in the Bos. But um, and one thing that also helps is that from the government, uh, you can also receive a supplementary grant. If you work at least a certain amount of hours per week or a certain amount of hours per month, I don't remember, you can actually get uh, the free public transport like uh, Dutch students. You guys also get that then? Yeah, just if you work though. Okay. Yeah, because it's EU law that you can discriminate between EU citizens, uh, but True. the Dutch government put a restriction on it that like you need to be a self-sustaining member of Dutch society, and that means working uh, 56 hours a month minimum. But if you do that and you're an EU citizen, you are eligible for the student financing with the free OVA, the uh, supplementary grants. Grand. Yeah, and then oh, it's okay. up to the family's income for previous years uh, to see if you get a supplementary grant, but everyone gets yeah. the fee o- free away. Which is nice. Yeah, oh, so get, really getting nice. a job that, that lets you work, uh, I think it's like 14 hours a week. Mm-hmm. If, you, yeah, if, exactly. you, if you crack 14 hours a week, it's huge. So mm-hmm. any international coming to the Netherlands, yeah, definitely do that. It's, uh, like public transport is really expensive and it creeps up quite quickly yeah. if you travel around. So uh-huh. yeah, that's a, that's a very like sleeper, sleeper expense. And the free OVA is a big one, so. Yeah, because, uh, oh boy. Uh, I uh, also largely just travel by public transport. And uh, although it's quite decently organized, uh, Dutch people will say it isn't. Probably you guys will say it is. Yes. It is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, it's quite costly. Do you guys have any other tips for uh, any international students with regards to coming here or just some unexpected stuff? If you want to save some money, go to action. <laughs> <laughs> to get supplies, 
Uh, do you guys do sports here or something like that? Is it quite doable? Oh yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a uh, that's uh, it's really good way that like sports is really ingrained in everyone's mm. just daily activities. Like yeah. everyone has their own sport that they are doing. It seems so. That's great. Is it also uh, a decent way of getting to know other internationals, or is it generally not that big of a deal because everyone's already kind of knowing each other from the studies? I'm not sure. How is the international network here? Mm, um, it's not big because of course like the university is pretty small and also like. Uh, there are the other university like Haas and Avans, but they're both like they don't have um, a well-extended like international network. Mm. But regarding sports, uh, for example, there is the um, the student sports center, uh, mm -hmm. Sportium, and that's very cheap for what they offer. Uh, they have great offers. It's like 13 euros per month, and you get so many facilities. You also get the sauna. Um, yeah, they have many things to to do and if you also want to try like squash and different kinds of sports they they have them so they're also quite fun in if one day with your friends you just want to try something new cool well uh i think uh, that's at least a really good note uh, yeah. maybe only then uh for uh maybe chats also for us to know uh what do you think is something that just makes us decently unique and is something that is something we do well here and on the other hand, also something we can improve on. I think something that comes to mind. I think the the, the first things that come to mind that Jets does really well is the atmosphere. I think it's really yeah. familiar and very like close, uh, and it just facilitates like better discussions. Like if you have a question about something, you can just like intercept the teacher on their yeah. way into the coffee machine and talk to them, and they will gladly gladly get into a discussion of mm -hmm. topics. And I think that makes like the flow of information, like just like the knowledge exchange, really natural. I think that's that's great. Everyone is willing to help you. Yes, like no matter who they are, they're just always there. Yeah, as you said, it, it feels like a big family mm -hmm. of yeah teachers and students working together towards knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what was it could improve on? I think the only thing that that comes to mind is the administration aspect of the joint degree. You mm -hmm. know, I still feel like it's yeah. a bit uh, bit messy. Definitely, that, that was a strong agree. Yeah, yeah, I, but that's not really up to Jets. It's just like the nature of the joint degree. Like some facilities come from Eindhoven, some from Tilburg, and then it just like becomes a bit of a a bit of a maze of mm -hmm. uh, of passwords, accounts, uh, networks, cards. Yeah, no. so that, that that takes a bit of getting used to. We, could, we should probably like do another boot camp on like <laughs> how to how to manage yeah, your, instead all your of accounts. the statistics boot camp. Just <laughs> yeah, we need like that one. How to For log into various networks. <laughs> yeah. For example, I still don't have the Tilburg University card. Oh, I, lo I lost mine. We can go pick yeah. it up together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during my time as a student, I think I I went to Tilburg University twice, and both was just for my card. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that was kind of more or less it. Boy, oh boy. Oh well. Oh well. Well, uh, we'll get on that and uh, see if we can improve that. Oh boy. Yeah. I, uh, thank you guys very much for uh, this small conversation and uh, see you guys in the hallways. Yes. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs>